Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Dungeons and Junkies presents The Fall of Osha, Episode 25, Within Reach. In the last episode of The Fall of Osha, Shard and Charlie chose to look through the viewfinder, paying the price in blood to see through the eyes of their loved ones. With tensions running high, the party got dragged into a chaotic game of tug-o'-war, and with Charlie currently one Moira length from the edge, what could go wrong? Let's find out. I, I will go and scoop up the rope. Oprah, say a survey. Ta-da. Okay, so do you want to pull or do you want to let Charlie put, fall into the pit? Well, as much as that would be funny, I do we'll take, I will really... take the rope with me. It's not a deep pit, you say, anyway, is it? No, but that's not they really the, the point. Pit. They said the ox pit wasn't that deep. We don't know what our pit is yet. Same pit, I'm guessing. So dragging, dragging it into the same pit where we're, we're I mean, It's also the fact if you hit the pit, you lose, and that's when things become even more unpleasant. I have a very bad idea, but I'm also like, it might be our only chance at this point. I'm like, eh. We could try one more room, of course. I'm open. I'm open to it. I'm open to ideas. I mean, I was gonna miss to step across there and try and like. Chris Pratt Raptor it into the pit. I can be step across and I can speak to it. So can I. But we can't really leave Jasper, yes. Jasper, Charlie, and um. I didn't and... mean we both go, you Nimrod. I'm hardly strength. I'm like I'm a witch. I'm not. Flute doesn't take much upper body strength. No, <laughs> but you. In any case, just be. Let's just get Charlie away from the pit first, and then we can consider crazy gambits. Okay, let's do it. Hey, right, strength save everyone, please. Natural Natural 20. 20. Fucking okay. hell, okay. 26 <laughs> for me. Natural 20. <laughs> come on, Katie, come on! 28. <laughs> We have four. That's a record. Everyone yes. else is like Hulk, and then Charge is like. Eh. They pull over. Charge's feet are off the off the ground <laughs> the as the three of us are I'm all just pulling. <laughs> to be fair, Charge's been doing a lot of pulling. She's probably probably grateful for it. Carrying I'm up a six pack as I start to pull. You pull, and even with its plus thirty, the ox didn't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> As with just a bang, the ox starts taking steps backwards. And you're pulling it. And Charlie is no longer, like, less than one Moira length away from the edge. <laughs> okay, if either of you have any other ideas, this is probably our one and only shot. And while I say that, I'd like to pull out my spear and kind of tie a little bit of the rope around it to kind of, like, jab it into the ground, try and help use it as a anchor point, basically. 
shot. Well, here goes nothing. Everyone brace. I'm going to brace this. help try and take up shard slack. Okay. I will brace the rope and uh, with my spear. I swear I had an earthquake spell. Where did that go? I was sure I had a natural disaster spell in here somewhere. Well, I had a spell last time that set off your tremor sense, so... Okay, I'm just going to try and misty step in front of the ops. Okay. Charisma shards casting class, isn't it? Yes. Okay, can you make me a charisma save, please? That's nine. That is 23. Shard goes out of existence, and then bang, back into existence. Ow. As I deflected off some kind of wall. There's a wall between us and them doing magic. Ow. Shard. If Shard wasn't a drow, you could see a bruise already forming on their forehead. Well, I guess they are legitimately just making us do this the hard way. As Oberyn will once again brace against the rope to begin pulling. Okay. Back on the rope. With a mild broken nose. Ow. Okay. Everyone make me another strength save, please. Anyone who has not used their bardic inspiration yet, make sure you fucking use it. What? That's twenty. D eight. D eight. Twenty. On a natural twenty again. Nice. Twenty four. What's your bless, Charlie? Uh, D four. So all together for me, twenty six. Nice. Uh, with my use of bless, that's an eighteen. With everything, with all my build and whistle, that's 28. Fucking hell. Shard gets lifted off the ground again. <laughs> Stop doing this! <laughs> but, that, but that is my bless and violent inspiration I've got. So I hadn't used... I assume Jasper had both of those things as well. I hadn't used to them. So I have five uses of them, so I bless. just kind of gave it to everyone. So altogether, he's rolled a 30. Fucking hell, Jasper. Jasper, why am I levitating? <laughs> Fuck Sorry. this axe. All of you lot are just like yeeting it, and then Shard's just like, I. What? Everybody's pulled the rope up taut under their arms, and Shard's like, Help. Sean, <laughs> full squid games, and all of us are just leaning backwards at this point. Nice. We're all screaming like they were in squid games as they're yanking the rope. Oh shit, they've got squid game! They've got squid game! <laughs> Never seen a squid before! Shard's never seen a squid. I mean, fair. Shard hasn't spent very much time in the ocean. Probably not the best place for them. Some of the caves have got to hook up to the ocean, right? There'd be cave squids. Squids love the dark. Not really, because caves are mostly fresh water. They're not salt water. Or an island. So some of them you would think would have to have hooked up to the ocean. Well, some of them are salt water, but they're like salt water pools. So... You get starfish and crabs. Then that's what squids hunt, so you do find, you tend to find tiny squids in, uh, like, I found a few cuttlefish that tried to eat my face. Sorry, science moment. (laughs) (laughs) This is Carrie's campaign. We're allowed science moments. Science approval. Okay, can you all make me a deck save, please? As the room lunges violently in your direction, because for all it's big and bulky, I rolled two ones for the ox. Oh, God! I was just like, (laughs) help! (laughs) I have flat deck, so 14. 22. 16. 
26. Probably roll Jasper. Off dice. Disadvantage. Okay, he's actually fine. Moira, you almost fall onto Shard. <laughs> but they managed to sidestep just in time. Like air wiggle out the way because I'm still in midair. <laughs> Shard does some cool gymnastics thing over the rope. I do a flip over the rope. Moira, what the fuck? Sorry! <laughs> Okay, can you make me one more strength save with advantage this time, please? With advantage? Yeah. I'm going to bring out my... 25 with advantage at 19 plus 6. Well, I dropped in that one. Thank you, advantage. 16. 27. What am I adding to this one? Okay. Shard strength. No, <laughs> one, so that's a nine. I'm I mean, in midair, be- it's hard to pull right now. <laughs> Chad's just wiggling in midair trying yeah. to flip. Chad like, is on a washing line and is not happy about it. <laughs> Ever seen those old cartoons where the one little cat is uh, hanging in the air thinking they're doing all the pulling, but the two big cats are actually behind them doing the actual pulling? <laughs> I'm Shard. helping! Shard, I'm helping. Chad, help! <laughs> one day, people will have posters in their rooms of a drow on a washing line saying, Hang, Hang in, in there! <laughs> This is where that comes from. Hang in there or die. (laughs) After taking several steps backwards and being pulled even more before it can regain itself, the ox is now teetering on the edge. One last pull, guys. Come on! It's kind of hard! Then brace them against my back and pull harder. Yes, just put your feet directly into Moira's back and push that way. I'm sure that will help. (laughs) Shard rolls in that 20. Moira needs a wheelchair after that. (laughs) Oh, don't Christopher Reeves, Moira. <laughs> I do whatever I want. <laughs> Too soon? No. I assume we need one more strength throw, right? Did yeah. You said that right. Okay, I got a 19. Then. We've got a 19. 18. I, find I nearly paralyzed one. <laughs> Moira goes, ow, ow, ow! I'm going in eight. Look at the car, too, but the back is just arch. Like, oh! <laughs> Moira's almost bent at a 90 degree angle backwards, it's quite horrifying. <laughs> like, like Jack from Torch when he lands on the bench. Moira's back now looks like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was that for Charlie? Eight. Oh, Charlie's starting to get tired. To be fair, Charlie has almost fallen into the pit when people decided to let go of the rope. And. No regrets. <laughs> Maybe that's why I yelled brace before I did anything. Brace, brace, brace. The friction burns across your hands are probably quite unpleasant by now. But clearly this ox wants to fucking die. Because... Tag yourself. (laughs) Didn't step down into the pit. No, this rock's old low enough where it just goes, oh, I'm here, bye. Backwards into (laughs) the pit. Tag yourself. There's just a boom. And then a few seconds later platform starts lowering, lowering, and then... <laughs> the shadow man goes, well done. <laughs> what with the arrow in the head still alive or? Still stood there, loading circle in place. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fi- think of a name? 
don't think people like me are meant to have names. Says who? Big Boss upstairs. Who gives a shit what Big Boss thinks? He's not down here. Comes down here sometimes. Think about it. Nothing that says you don't deserve a name. My name will be Name. Okay. Nice to meet you, Name. He will gesture like you can walk across. Without giving another look to the Shadow Man, Oberyn has already begun to cross the platform. Aye. I will pull my arrow out of the other head of the other Shadow Man as I walk by. Not nicely, just grab onto it and just rip it out as I'm walking by. The Shadow Man goes blop and falls face first to the floor. I'll get up and follow. Contemplate whether anything is worth it at this point and then follow. I do not care for your name, Matt. I've just noticed it. How dare you! Why is meant to be the wizard? Science should be a thing they're interested in. Jasper does not offer to try and fix Moira's probably broken spine. <laughs> I mean, really, if I was a wizard, I'd probably despise science because it's that whole invincible thing where look at all this stuff they have to do to get a fraction of my power. Moira just says things and they come into existence. Science has to go through years and years of work to get even the smallest little bit of fire. No, I think Avery would be very much into science. Science rules. Bill, 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 Bill not the science guy. Anyway. <laughs> I want it that Oberyn is randomly singing as he walks along the platform. Everyone is horrified. Everyone is going, yeah, he's really gone. Sorry, all. I can't tell what things are happening in my head anymore or what I'm saying out loud. Moira walks along and has to drag her top half along behind her. Moira <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, crab crashed. walks across. <laughs> you, 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 using my basically fists that are basically weapons, can I like crack Moira's back into place? Please? Make me a sleight of hand, please. <laughs> Maybe we wait until we're, we're on the like... other platform first. I say, Moira, just try to relax. Three, two, and before I can say one, crack. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is my slate of hand? Is slate of hand dex? Yes. Slate of hand is plus five, so 19. Okay. Honestly, I wanted it to be low just so I, I wanted it to be low so I could say, Charlie accidentally breaks Moira's neck. She does. Oh, no. <laughs> Charlie is somehow a chiropractor now. She's like, wait, 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 bam! And Moira's spine is fixed. That's it hurts, though. Oh, Moira's expecting me to say one before I go, but I go on two. Yes, that's how Charlie rolls. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate I look back and see the usual bullshit going on. Continue <laughs> <laughs> well, walking. Well, well I say to Moira, well, if I, if I went on one, you would have tensed up, so that's why I've got to go a second before. That's fair. Now, let's go out of here. Come on. I will follow quickly. You reach the door on the other side. Is this one a fun door? Okay, yes, this one is a fun door. It's a circular door with a spiral drawn on it. But it has a door handle. Oh, look, it's spiraling just like us. 
Are my tentacles still muzzled? For this moment, yes. You can see that there are some shards up by me. They're like kind of just beating their like beaks almost against this door. And yes, we're just waiting for the other idiots to get across the platform. We will go through in a moment. Okay, I address I address the tentacles, not over, and I'm like, we'll get you out of those as soon as we can, okay? Just like an angry like bird, it seems like they don't look back at Shard, just peck at the door. Could you two hurry up? I three, I mean, we need to go. I'm sorry. I open the door because they're clearly not that far behind us. I can see the door. Oh, I'm just saying. Every time we open doors, things weird things happen in D and D. We have an odd thing with doors in this. Yeah, you junkies. started it. I did. I did. And what this is your vill- What villainy did I unfurl? You'll step through the door, Oberon. You notice as soon as you step through, the muzzles on your tentacles disappear. Just four sets of happy snapping. There you go. And as always, the door shuts behind the last person, and then goes bye and vanishes. Bye, bye door. You're no longer in a cave, though. No. You're in a, you're in an open yeah. field now. Shut up. It's sunshine. No, it's a bit cloudy. Oh, for God. Thank God. It's silent now, and the grass feels oddly artificial beneath your feet. Huh. Is it completely, um, completely, completely silent? There's no way else in here at all. Not that you can see. It's silent. There's no wind, and the grass makes a plasticky crunch when you walk over it. You. And we can't see. Can we see like the? Is there anything? Like how far can we see? I guess is the best question in this. You can see for a long way. It's just one flat open field. It just seems to extend indefinitely in all directions. From what you can see, yes. This is interesting. I hate to break it to you, but I think we're still in a cave. Oh, I quite aware. Moira, this seems more your cup of tea, if you will. There seems to be some... They are clearly using some sort of extreme magic here to extend this room as we know we're still for sure in the cave and there is not an endless field that's just located in the building that we have been residing in for some time now. What do you want me to try and do? Break it. I in the spell. Okay. Okay. Or find us a way through this. I haven't learned to spell magic yet. I can counter, but I can't if it's already been cast. Can I do an arcana check see how powerful it is? Sorry. Uh, yeah, go for it. Dice turned up at last. That is a crit 27. 
Moira, for all everybody treats you like a bit of a buffoon, you are well versed in magic. And it takes you no time at all to realize that this is something way above your pay grade. Also, Shard is right, you are still probably in a cave. Oberyn, this magic is way beyond my level. Wonderful. But I'm sorry, it's, it's out, it's beyond my level. I mean, Shard's almost certainly right, we probably are in a cave. I mean, Shard could probably smell it's a cave, let's face it. It's but, also the fact that there is no wind, and if you look up, it's cloudy, but they're not really doing anything. Is there an door had spiral on it. Do we need a spiral? Is there an exit from this room? Um, make me a perception check, please. That's not quite so good. Say 26. <laughs> Little shit. Mother's very wise, bizarrely. This is shock to everyone. I think that looks on people's faces. Intelligence, none of it. Wisdom, lots. Wait. Moira's an enigma. That's for sure. Wrapped in an enigma, covered in peanut butter, smeared on an onion. (laughs) That fits. That's very specific, Chad. I don't know. Wait, why are you so wise when you're an intelligence caster? Well, I didn't draw you know, I didn't left for the original thing, so... <laughs> Come on, you had to know that was the answer, Caitlin. I knew it without asking. I have asking. better faith in Matthew than you do. Matt's an idiot, okay? I, I love Matt simple. dearly, but no, that, that was obviously the answer that Matt just forgot. As... <sighs> right, Moira... You look around, you look at the disgustingly fake grass. There doesn't seem to be anything that jumps out to you at the moment. Hello? Did that shout, Rose? Anybody here? The space speaks no reply. Maybe we spread out and we try and all cover the room, maybe we can find something. Cover the room, Moira, as I just raise my hand to seemingly the endless field. I, it's I don't. Not, it's not going to be endless. If it's a cave, it's not going to be an endless field, Oberyn. I'm not that stupid. No, but there's clearly some sort of magical something on this room that is causing it to. I assume we could probably just walk for hours in any direction away from us would be nice. Anyway. Anyway. Do your friends have any abilities that maybe help us here? Are they are they good at like perceiving things at all or not really? Uh, the girls are a part of Oberyn and Oberyn is a part of the girls but no they Oberyn just kind of and actually it's one of those odd like dog moments where Oberyn cocks his head to the side and all four of the tentacles even though they don't have faces seemingly also kind of cock their head to the side just staring at Moira no they none of them can sense anything I don't actually honestly how do you all well that doesn't 
And Oberyn just now is just staring at you, and you can tell he's having a conversation in his own head, and has completely forgot that he was talking to Moira at all. As he just kind of stands there, and it looks like a loading screen on Oberyn's head. I'm just um, going to start wandering in a direction away from this bullshit. Mm, okay. Well, the way as well to try and find a ward or something to to just just like get a feel for the space for sure. I'm, I'm going a different direction to those two. Okay. Let's see. Who dies first? Not quite. I mean, maybe. That's what you want. I mean. Okay. Leaving Oberyn to have a chat inside his own head, the rest of you will walk off in different directions. And you walk. And you walk. Can you all make me perception checks, please? 19. Uh, Dirty 20. 30. Okay. Shard, you're the first one to look back. And you realise you're all the same distance you were from each other five minutes ago. Moira and Charlie... It doesn't take you that long to notice that you're moving, but at the same time you're not. Like a treadmill sort of thing, what it feels like. I suppose so. <sighs> he's over and still standing behind us all ranting, basically. I don't know if he's ranting, but he's still in the same <laughs> spot. <laughs> What's under the grass? Can have I'm a look. Pull up the grass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Make me strength, please. If I can't I go. If I can't go forward, I'm gonna go down. Can I help? Oh, if you want. Um. Eighteen. Okay. God. In the most perfectly synchronized movement you've ever seen, Shard and Moira both reach down and rip up a piece of grass. It comes up in a long strip. When you look down, there's like a grid. It's, you know, if somebody's having their attic done and it's not quite done yet, but you've got all the foundations and beams in place, but there's loads of gaps. That's kind of what you're looking at. Eyes. Whoa. What, what are you, what are you doing? Are we ripping this place apart now? I thought you were all walking... What's happening? Look. You can't make forward progress. So, rip up the floor. Over and we'll... Yeah, rip up the floor. Everybody starts ripping up the floor, I guess. Okay, can you all make me strength? Let's call it checks this time. I am looking at these, like, grids to see if there's any yeah. markings on different squares. Dean. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Crit one. Oh. Thirteen. Okay. Oberyn, you go to reach for some grass. You're used to normal grass, not this hideous plastic unnatural stuff. And maybe you misjudge how slippy it is when you first grip it. It just falls out your hands. Ugh, this is 
Fucking gross. No, don't eat this. It's definitely not something you would want to even ever have in our bodies. No. No, no. The rest of you manage to rip up a sizable patch of grass. And the grid underneath, it's not marked in any way. But there are plenty of gaps. So about how much room do we actually have now that we're ripping up the floor? Let's see. Let's let the dice decide on very precise measurements. <laughs> You've ripped up a five foot by six foot patch of grass. Can we see the bottom, as it were? You peek in, and you cannot. Can I see anything in there? You peek in. You can see the bottom. How far down is it? Size measurements time. Ew. More of the pebble. That's a very precise measurement. Let's round that to a less precise number. It's about 75 foot down. There is a bottom. We can go down here. So, it is 75 foot. So, every, everyone come here. Okay. I cast Feather Fall on the party and then heat myself through the hole. Fine, <laughs> Jasper. Let's go. Moy will jump after. Jasper watches you both go down. The expression on his face says he thinks you've all lost your minds until he sees the actual feather falling part. It's only 75 okay. foot, so I can just cast feather fall from like almost the bottom, like along. <laughs> That's probably a new and terrifying experience for someone who's led a sheltered-ish life if you don't count all the horrible shit he's seen. Also for the rest of you who can't see the bottom and just have to trust me. You're falling, obviously deciding to trust charge judgment. It's probably a good call. And in mid-fall, you're you're not a stupid bunch. You know there are people watching your every step. There's almost a bing bong <laughs> noise that seems to come from everywhere. And you can hear the smarmy bastard who was announcing the games. Well then, everybody, we have an exciting update. Our first party has reached the end. And they are ready to face in the arena. But of course, the fun doesn't stop there. As the first ones to arrive, they get to decide the final challenge. And they've chosen to take on the second group to reach the end. So the second party to walk through the door. This is your challenge. And whilst it is very, very unfortunate if you're not in that party to reach the end, well, I'm afraid to say you'll be disqualified. So I'd maybe hurry up and do your best not to get left behind. Then there's a small interference noise before it goes off. As we're, as we're falling, probably landing by this point, I say to the others, we still haven't seen Terrigal Kindra, have we, or Ned? We haven't come across them, which means they're ahead of us, which means they could be in that that advanced group. Also, I don't mean to be unkind, but without I've been able to cast spell every day on Ned, I don't think you're going to be amongst them. Are we going to find 
we got to find Token and Kendrick before we get out of here. Of course. What do we see when we get to the bottom of the pit? You see, in front of you, a door made of steel, curiously enough. Well, I don't think we have a choice. We have to go through this door. Whatever awaits us on the other side is what it is. We will find a way to get Kindra and Turk. But now is not the time. Either they're in that party, or something else has taken them in this maze. No, Brunel. Step forward towards the door. It's just got a basic handle on it. So, it's easy to open. Open the door. So you open the door, and there's the customary as everything changes around you. And you're all stood on another platform. This one's made of concrete. And in front of it, there are train tracks. You've just come out of a steel door labelled washroom. It's very quiet here. It's fairly well lit, though. There's fluorescent lights dotted above you and a neon sign in a language that you can't quite rake out. It's like when you go to read something in a dream, but you know you should be able to read it, but you can't. Technically speaking, you're not alone on this platform. Do you look around? Yeah. Sorry. It's on the chairs, standing here and there. There are blank-faced mannequins just hanging out. I'm not entirely sure Moira has ever seen a mannequin before, so this is probably an unpleasant introduction to them. One's even holding a balloon. It's going to sound like a weird question, but are they clothed? Yes, they're not naked. Oh, no. (laughs) Do they look like they're, like, posed in, like... So they should be in living poses, or are they just there? Roll me investigation, please. That's a great one. Uh, That's a four. Okay. I should imagine Oberyn has seen mannequins before, if not particularly often. You stare... It doesn't stare back because its face has no features. But it is just stood there, as it's like it's been positioned and left. It doesn't appear to be sentient. Can I cast Detect Magic on these creepy not-persons? Shard cast Detect Magic on these creepy not-persons. Shard has not seen the mannequins. Shard's what the fuck? What the fuck is this nonsense? Why is it wearing clothes? <laughs> Shard cast de- detect magic. They don't detect a whole lot aside from the air the air around them, because these are just mannequins, apparently. They're made of plastic, a bit like the grass you pulled up. I poke it. It's cold and solid. Ugh. The mannequin wobbles when you poke it. 
<laughs> the fuck is this? Shot is uncomfortable. Well. I don't know, I can't take one then. If you want. I throw them in front of the train. <laughs> 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Yes, Shard, you can throw some in front of the train if you want. Yay! <laughs> Shard commits pre-murder, I guess, because there's no train yet. <laughs> Just in case. Who does Shard throw onto? How many do you throw onto the tracks? Three. Okay. Let's see what you throw onto the tracks. Okay, you throw an old lady with lots of shopping bags. <laughs> yep, fuck you. You throw a mannequin that's oddly skinny and taller than Moira. And... You throw one that, for some reason, has cat ears. Yeah, fuck you, inanimate objects. Shard went and killed a granny, a tall guy, and a weeb. And I regret nothing. Okay, so whilst Shard's attempting to commit murder on inanimate objects, Moira, pretty much with Shard's, like with Shard's detect magic, these are just mannequins. But the sense of magic from the area you're in is quite overwhelming. This is intense, guys. This is intense. I look up from my free murder. What? (laughs) (sighs) Magic, strong, hurting head. After about five minutes of standing around, you can see a distant light approaching as a train glides into the station. And yes, there is a crunch as it runs yay. over the mountains. Shark goes, yay! Yay! I don't know what the fuck some... these things are, but if they come alive, then that's three less to deal with, so you're welcome. No, I don't know why Shard is killing mannequins. I've, I, I don't know. Is that what they're... these are called? Y- you didn't know what a mannequin was? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yes, they Wow. Yes, I apologize. They they aren't used for anything besides display in the cities and such, but if they do come to life, that was a good idea. Shard's just a little bit unhinged after the whole binoculars of psychopathy. Ah yes, everybody loves the binoculars of trauma. Well, maybe not. What is this train? It's a pretty yellow train, and the doors go open. You can see more mannequins sat inside. Man, I really hope we don't get off track. (laughs) Uh, Oberyn will looking at every the party, and I I just fuck this, and I'm gonna get on the train. Okay. Without a second thought. Moira will follow suit because Moira. Moira's thinking that this train's clearly going to be helpful because you're getting. This train appears out of nowhere. It's nowhere else to go, pretty much, and on this train. Chaddle, get on. See my mannequin sat in like a booth thing. Yeet all the mannequins off and take the booth. <laughs> Shard you don't have a ticket. <laughs> oh, you understand ticketing, but you don't know what a mannequin is. Wild stuff. 
heard of a trade. I've just never been on one. And we're not rich enough to have like mannequins in shops. It's you make your clothes, you sell them. You get on the train and the doors go whoosh, closed. You start moving. Charlie, you notice there's a mannequin breathing down your neck. Not literally breathing on you, but it stood a bit too close for comfort. Look at the mannequin. <laughs> mannequin falls backwards. John's like underneath the table in the booth because it's dark and comfortable. This is fine. <laughs> no one talked to me. Okay. It's meditating as this train goes along. This train does go along at quite some speed, but it's a fairly smooth ride. So Shard's hiding under the table and Charlie's meditating. What? What's the rest of the party doing? Uh, Oberyn has, like, once he got on the train, just moved so that he has his back to the other side wall and then is just standing there, kind of staring out the entrance door. And Moira? Moira will be, uh, sort of like pacing a little bit. She's, um, she doesn't like trains too much, it seems. Aww. Doesn't trust it. Moira does not trust the train. That's super cute. Oh, uh, quick one. Um, is there more than one entrance onto this train, or...? Well, the carriage you're in has two doors. It's built like the tube, whereas you can't really walk from carriage to carriage from inside. Okay, so in our carriage there's only one door to it, is there? There's two doors. There... Okay, I think because... I know I didn't. I wasn't very observant. I just started meditating, but Charlie wouldn't like meditate against the door. I would um, go. I would um, go to the opposite side of the door, sit down. So I'm basically just looking out at the door on the opposite wall to me. Okay. It's Jasper doing. Jasper's found some kind of ink in all his possessions, and he's drawing faces on some of the mannequins. The one he's on at the moment has very bushy eyebrows. But the train goes along, it comes to a stop, it hovers there for a moment, doors open. Obviously there's mannequins in the station so nobody gets on and nobody gets off. But the doors close and it carries on. Was it the same platform that we were at before? No, it was a different one. It carries on. Hmm. As you say that, the train goes around the corner and a mannequin leans on you. Mm. Moira is uncomfortable. After another two stations, these one it only stops for about ten seconds a piece at. Whereas at the one where it picked you up, it waited for a fair while, I should imagine. Oberyn, can you make me a perception check, please? 32. Oberyn is still wearing his magic item, isn't he? Yes. It's instantaneous and quite faint. But just for a moment, your item tells you that there's a familiar cat nearby. Is the train moving right now? It's slowing down as you approach another station. You actually 
Like, you see Oberyn himself, like, kind of, because he was, like, leaning probably against the wall, like, kind of bolt straight up and, like, look about. Can I, like, try? Like, can I, just for a second, did it, like, leave? Do I still have the feeling? It's wavering in and out. And as the train slows down, it stabilizes. As the doors open. I think I feel Kindra, and Oberyn will get off the train. Do the rest of you get off? You have about seven seconds before it starts to leave again. We'll, we'll, um, we'll grab Charlie and eat himself off, have himself off the train. I'll walk off the train like a normal person. I was going to get off the train. More you thought he's not going to let Charlie uh, be left Charlie behind. Charlie and Moira are becoming best friends by force. <laughs> you will be you my that. best friend. Try, try that one more me. time. I let, I let that go the first time. I'm not going to let it go a second time. So try that again and I'll throw you in front of the train. Charlie has to reset yeah. her shoulder all but. Oh. I, I try to hear whatever Moira likes crunching by just like crunching my shoulder loudly as I can next to them. I'm sorry. I'm, I am sorry. Okay. Can I see where Oberyn ran off to? Yeah. Uh, one minute. Okay, Jasper gets off the train by the skin of his tail that he no longer has, thankfully. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be shutting the doors by this point. But. On this platform, there's just, there's barriers at either end, and then there's another metal door. So where did Oberyn go? Uh, as I got off the train, you said the, like, feeling stabilized. Like, is it getting stronger? It's strong when you get off the train. You're in front of the door. But if you try to walk too far either side, it does start fading again. Oh, Oberyn's going through the door, then. Okay. This door is marked private. Do not enter. Oberyn does not care, apparently. I'll follow him in. The door you go through, as always, customary. And you're out in an open space again. It looked fairly similar to the field you were just in. But the day's drawing to a close here. And honestly, the sky is quite pretty. It's cloudy, but it's still different shades of orange and red, and almost a purplish gray. In the far distance, you can hear the thunder rumbling, but you're at the beginning of a row of little wooden houses. Can I like mentally like reach out for like Kendra, try and? As in skinwalking the cat? Basically. Okay. <gasps> There's the rest of you see Oberon's eyes roll back like he's been possessed and he just flops to the floor. Probably vaguely alarming. Because <laughs> I realize I don't think any of you have seen this before, because the last time it was used, it was just Oberon and Cat Kindra in one room, hiding out from the rest of you in the cabin. <laughs> Obviously, this is all in Oberon's head. First thing you'll notice, the voices of the tentacles are very, very faint when you're doing this. It's like they're in another room, almost. You're lying on the side, 
on the floor. And across from you is a half-orc pulling a broken spear across his lap. And can you make me a medicine check, please? Actually, can you make me two? Uh, the first one is a 26 and a 22. Okay. As you look across beneath the bruising and the new scarring, you do recognize Targ. And you see his hands are all clumsily bandaged up, but you've got enough medicinal knowledge to know just from a quick glance that they are very, very badly broken. He's just sat staring at the wall completely blankly. And then he managed to turn Kindra's head. Kindra's a very, very bright shade of orange in her cat form. But from somewhere between her front legs, running all the way down, the fur is just dark and spiky. And you can smell all the blood. You can probably taste it, actually. Uh, can I, like, as Kendra, I see this through Kendra's eyes, can I, what does it, like, the surroundings look like? Does it look like, like, wood walls or stone walls? It's wooden walls and a wooden floor. And from where she's laying, she can see through the window, just watching the sky. Is it the same color sky that I saw as we came in? Yes. Oberyn would immediately snap back to his body and, like, stand up and just start tearing and basically just yelling Kindra and start ripping into these cabins to try and find them. Okay, and uh, what are the rest of you doing? Oberyn went from looking vaguely possessed to acting possessed. I wonder whether they don't teach rich people the word communication in schooling before I will look in some of these cabins as well a bit more cautiously. I will also um, join the search. Okay. Everyone who's searching, roll me investigation, please. In fact, you can all roll me at advantage because there's not that many little wooden houses here. 20 minus 1. Uh, with advantage, that's a natural 20 plus 2, so 22. 22. Death 22. Okay. 19. Okay. Moira. Yes. You look in through one of the windows, and you're the first to see them in one of the little wooden houses. If they recognize you, they make absolutely no sign. Put in the group chat. Guys, found him. Make my way over there. Oh, Oberyn's art. Immediately, the minute uh, Moira said found them, is heading straight for the door and is going to be going in there to this cabin. Okay. The door opens easily. It's not locked. But all up along the hallway is just a trail of dried blood little handprints like someone's been dragging themselves along the layer of these little houses is very simple and it probably takes you about one and a half seconds to reach the right room and as you walk in maybe not recognizing you through all of this especially given the uh, addition 
Targ does his best to pick up the broken spear, like he's going to fight you with his poor broken hands. Ugh. Put it down, Turk. Just stares at you. I'm real. I'm here. This isn't a hallucination. Yes, I know that's what a hallucination would say. It takes a few moments. It's holding the spear, and then he just lets it roll to the floor. Or sitting back down against the wall. Oberyn didn't even register Turk at that moment. He went directly to where he knew Kendra was. Is. Kendra is still in cat form. I suppose a smaller body requires more energy, like less energy to run. But you go to her and she's not responsive at all. And the wound looks even worse when you see it from your end. You can see where the fur is parted and the skin's still open in parts. You can see Oberyn just no, no. And uh, once again, we'll kind of skin walk to see if Kindra, like to try and just feel if Kindra's feeling, like how are they feeling? You skin walk once more. It's an odd experience seeing yourself from someone else's point of view. And every breath you take is shallow and painful. And it feels as though your limbs, for a lack of less cliche term, are made of stone. Everything hurts. And everything... You struggle to get your mind to work and seeing through Kindra's eyes. It's like she's seeing, but she's not really there at the moment. Uh, Oberyn will snap back into his body and sitting up on his knees he'll put out like putting his hands on Kendra's body and tries to use any of the last shreds of his magic to see if he can do anything to help Kendra in this moment roll me a d20 please got a 17 Okay. As you do this, and you try to dredge up any magic you have left, does it work? To meter it slightly, you do drag Kindra back from the edge of death. You know, as you can see, as the wound, it shuts over just the tiniest, tiniest bit. But you know she's not out of danger just yet. And I, now that Turg's not trying to murder us, go over to Kindra and I I have things like cure wounds and that, so I'm gonna try those. Okay. Because I know how much I know how much Kindra means to Oberyn, and as much as he's pissing me off today, I don't hate him. Because of the extent of her injuries, she can only heal up to a certain point. So what would you like to do? Uh, I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds and I'm gonna burn I'm gonna burn a third level slot so that's 3d8 plus 5 Okay, uh, roll me that then please 
23. Um, the wound all down her body was bleeding on and off. You can tell that from some of the blood staining her fur and the floor around her. It's still fairly fresh. It stops bleeding completely now. Can you carry her, Oberyn? Oberyn doesn't look up, but you can definitely see, like, water falling from his face as he... Yes. Yes. She's not at risk of dying now, but if we get into a fight, do not let her get involved. Oberyn is gently scooped up. Kendra still hasn't looked up. Thank you. If she starts to slip again, let me know. I've got a decent amount of magic left to spell on this kind of thing. I'm gonna go see Turg. Turg at this point is just staring down at the floor. Is it mainly just his hands? Well, for a bit of a rundown, the footage you saw where he's missing an ear, that was definitely real. That's been butchered off. They might have had a go at his teeth as well. His hands are broken, potentially beyond repair from your glance. But the worst part is probably the look in his face. Since without his hands, he has no form of communication. Which of the two hands is least horrifyingly maimed? His left hand. Looking at his left hand, is there any way I can maneuver it such that he could at least hold a pencil? Um, roll me a medicine check, please. Even if it means strapping together his remaining fingers. I want to give my boy a way to talk. I give them the help action to give him advantage. Okay, how do you help? Uh, can I be keeping Can I be keeping the pain under control by um, casting, like, holding his hand and using cure wounds on it to just try and numb the pain? Okay, yeah. I'll burn that spell slot. With help, that's a dirty 20. Okay. You look, and it would take some kind of medical professional to get his hands in working order again. It's not just the bones in parts, it's you can see the tendons as well. Whoever did this probably understood that that was his only way of communication. Shad tries not to dry heave. Bastards, okay. I kind of look at the others and shake my head. Can you walk? When Oberyn says that, Turg does get up, still staring at the floor. It takes him a few moments, because he's quite a big lad, he usually uses his arms to brace himself to push himself up. But since he no longer has that luxury, he's always been silent, and yet somehow he seems to have gotten quieter now. I know that you help keep Kendra safe, and I will do everything in my power, once we are out of here, to help you in any way that I can. Tug, look at me. And he does, slowly. When we get out of here, maybe Harlan can do something for your hands. But there's no way... Right now, it's... You stay with us and don't let all your hard work of getting this far go to waste. 
Don't let those fuckers beat you, okay? His eyes fill with tears. He's going to do his best to put his arms around both Shard and Charlie. I'm going to kind of rip apart my other set of clothes I have in my bag just to kind of strap his hands together so he's not like constantly jostling the pain against each other. He doesn't actually do anything for him. It's just more like if he nudges a finger against something, he doesn't then nudge everything like some sort of demented domino of suffering. I love that expression. I was going to say, that's fantastic. You can have advanced on your next roll because that's just too good. Yay. So what next? Uh, Oberyn would, would have left probably them to their hug and would have taken Kendra outside and also just to try and scout ahead to see if there's anything in this area. Okay. Um, roll me... We'll call it perception. 23. Okay. As you scan around, everything is quiet. Well, aside from the occasional thunder rumble. But... After a moment or two, you can tell that you and the party are the only ones here. And once again, it just looks like it extends for endless amounts of time. Yes. Um, I'll go back into the cabin. I think we have to go down again. Is is the air obvious to rip up? Question mark? is the door to the train station gone again? Has it done its whoosh? Yes, it disappeared when you walked through the door. I'll just go at it then. Just try and get it up, get some some of this up as fast as I can. Charlie started playing Bob the Builder. Yeah. I assume you're just ripping up the floorboards at this point. Yeah, I'm just just smashing the shit out of it rather than nicely pulling up like last I'm just smashing the shit out of it okay roll me you know what we'll call it athletics as Charlie starts energetically ripping up the floor I'm going to use a luck point that's a bit better um 17 plus 6 in your enthusiasm you almost hit Moira over the head with a 2 by 4 <laughs> it hits the wall behind you and startles Turk and then when there's just one last bit left, just like <laughs> use my foot to bash it down. Charlie has opened up the crawl space under the house. There is dirt. There's no cavern underneath this one. Have a look. Oh, sorry, it's just because you said there was just dirt. Yeah. There's a layer of dirt. Charlie sticks her head in the dirt. <laughs> oh, stop brushing the dirt out of the way then okay Charlie brushes the dirt out of the way and after you've pushed about an inch of dirt there's just a dunk as your hand hits steel as you brush more dirt away it's a trapdoor oh thank god for that alright then I'll pull up the trapdoor okay you peek down into the trapdoor and this one's only got about a seven foot drop to the floor. It does lead into a tunnel, though. A cave tunnel. I would rather die than go in another cave. So I assume Charlie goes first, then. 
Just on the side, just down in, just jump down into the seven foot drop. Moira doesn't even need to jump, she can just stretch. Moira steps down. <laughs> and that's it. Moira's yeah. head is brushing the ceiling. As she, as she jumps down into the ditch, she hits her neck on the trap door. <laughs> oh good, Moira now has a broken jaw. Where it just sticks her head back up, going, it's safe, guys, like some sort of giraffe. A giraffe with all. She's like that thing. Um, you, that thing from the Little Nightmares, the one with the like extended neck. Oh no! <laughs> <That's Moira. laughs> oh no! Oh. oh, Bruno, follow Charlie and Giraffe Neck Moira. <laughs> <laughs> giraffe Neck Moira. That's Moira's name now. <laughs> Old Giraffe Neck. Tark has to duck a little. Actually, Tark can just drop into the space since he has the same height as Moira in shoes. They're both just almost brushing the top of the cavern. Yeah, once once Tark's in, I'll drop down and momentarily fear Ooh. my life. <laughs> ah, I'm short. I'm short. Ah, okay, much better. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. Shard starts licking the walls and everyone's confused. <laughs> Okay, I have another drink in weeks, okay? What have to roll, by the way? I've got a funny thing, I have done something that means Moira's got to roll for something. No, you just have a giraffe neck now. The, the pit the pit to go down was seven foot, so we said you could just step in and like your head would come back up. Oh, yes, yeah. it was safe. Absolutely, yeah. Your hair might be a bit dusty now, though. Fair enough. Okay. As with a lot of these places you've been recently, there's only one way you can go. And that's forwards. Uh, uh, <laughs> Straight on towards morning. So, is Charlie going to lead? Um, I'll, I'll look back at Shard because I know Shard. See if Shard wants to, because I know they've got the ridiculously big dark vision in these caves. I'll go up front. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll take the rear then, because I because Moira is a squishy. Turks out of action in Oberyn's carrion, so I'll take the back. That's an odd little parade. Whee! <laughs> what do you see in this cave? Not a lot by that dice roll. It's a straightforward shot. Unless you suddenly can't walk, you should be fine. Can you also walk? <laughs> Check everyone's legs. Everyone's legs appear to be in working order. Good. <laughs> still there. <laughs> Moira is still not wearing her heels, is she? In boots. Okay, that means she's actually only six foot one, by my notes. <gasps> it's probably for the best because we all know how much noise Moira's heels make in caves. Everyone's stealth, and then all you hear is the click clack. You walk, and you walk. Are you all walking in silence? As we are walking on ahead, just so we don't do attract anything, I'll give um, Blessing of the Trickster to Shard, so they have advantage on stealth, because they are leading. <laughs> Shard becomes a shadow. Shadow. <laughs> shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow the Hedgehog. 
Not that any of you carry watches, but you're walking for quite a long time. It feels like about 20 minutes or so. There's walking in a straight line. At least it's not 90. This is a point. But then you come to a fork in the road. No, Matt, you cannot pick it up. You've already made this joke. <laughs> well, I love how we can preempt the joke. <laughs> it's because it's already happened in one of my episodes. Me, there's a fork in the road. Matt, I pick it up. <laughs> Moira dies. Can I say that the fact that we can preempt it makes it even funnier? Moira still has a fork in her inventory, by my knowledge. <laughs> Along with a longsword. I don't know, like the Ark of the Fucking Covenant or something. Moira has everything. <laughs> you can go left and you can go right. Left slopes downwards and right slopes up. Down or up? I say it to the others. Well, we went down, so maybe that might be a good idea. Alright. Upwards we go. Onwards and upwards, my friends. I will toss. No, wait, I'm the smallest in the party. No one toss me. <laughs> so you will start to walk up. This is another straight shot of the cave. And after walking for almost as long in silence, it opens out into another room. But there are several doors. Immediately on your left is a room of resting, and there are three wooden doors dotted around the rest of the room. Here's the dilemma. We know the first group has already reached the end. And if we're not the second group, we're out. That's it. Can we if Turg and Kindra really need a room of rest, but also we can't afford the eight hours? Warping for eight hours. Well, we don't need the eight hours, they do. They're not elves. Warping in a short uh, rest. Well, Kindra's near death, and Turg's hands need about 50 different surgeries. I think our best option is to get them out of here as quick as possible. If need I don't. I don't think the rest is going to fix Turg's hands, or do any better than what you've already done for Kindra Shard. They need to see something more powerful to fix this. So I think we need to go. If anything comes near them, I'll which bottom you get them out of there. Okay. When it comes to combat, as it will. They're not going to let us out of here without a fight. Uh, Moira, you do a lot of damage from range. Can you kind of stand in front of them? I'll cover them, don't worry about that. Because I know you like to get in and personal over him, and you can't really do that with Kindra strapped to your chest. I promise you, I'll do everything I can to protect them. Right. Which of these three doors? Are all the doors identical? Very much so. Every path leads to the same place. It infuriates me. 
Hear Jasper speak up from the back. Uh, if, if I can make a suggestion. I, I know I'm not the person you want to hear from right now, but... What have you when, got, Jasper? It's when they have free doors like this. The center one is usually the shortest path. Are you taking the center then? Fuck it. It's a shorter, but it pretty will be more dangerous if it's on your guard. Yeah, well, I'm not playing around anymore. No, I'm just saying that. We'll be ready, because we're going to need to be here. I fling open the door. Shard flings open the door with... just... <laughs> Angry parent noises. The door slams against the wall as it's opened. I apologise to the wall. <laughs> the wall says nothing back. You've already offended him. It's too late. Well, you're, a okay. you're a facsimile of what I actually like, so fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Nope. Everything goes around you. And once more, you're transported to a more open space. And can everyone make me a perception check, please? 14. 19. 31. 18. Okay. Oberyn, you're the first to notice it. In this one, unlike the field, you can hear faint birdsong, and there is a soft breeze. As you're all stood in real grass, neither side of you are... Not quite mountains. I suppose you're in the path going through the middle of them. So like cliff faces you're saying are on yeah, either side? Yeah, that's, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, how like how wide is this chasm then? Like how? Oh, the chasm's a good 30, 40 feet wide. Okay. I think we're actually outside or... They've really went all out for this one. Oh, an arcana check to see if it is an illusion. Okay. Dirty funny. There's still the same sense of magic, but if anything, this is far beyond that. It's mixed in with something else that you can't quite grasp. I repeat all of that word for word to everybody else, more or less. To get a feel for just that this is, yeah, up to 11 now. Well then, the game has been to just keep moving, so I think our best course is, once again, just to keep moving forward. Can I toss a pebble or something across this cavern gap just to check there's not like a big wall in the way that will eat us all into the pit? Okay, um, make me a ranged attack. Sure. I am proficient in pebble. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that, that, can't, that was way too vigorous a laugh. I'm so sorry. Sure. Uh, plus proficiency, plus dex, that's right. 21. Okay. The pebble Heat. flies. 
it's probably quite impressive watching how far Shard can yeet this pebble. And it flies until it goes clink somewhere in the distance. Alright, it goes across. Hey, you're in this chasm, and there's a path going ahead, winding up to the point where you can't see it. I mean, you could attempt to scale the cliff sides, I'm not going to stop you. I'm just wondering how you're going to do it with Tar, <laughs> since he can't hold a rope or anything. Well, do you not want to take the path, and I'll go above you slightly? You go on recon duty, if you want, up there, yeah. and then tell us what you can see. Just in case there's any, like, I don't know, giant boulders about to fall down and roll at you and you have to run the other direction. Oh, I've just realised I've got in my spell inventory here. I cast Arcane Eye. Okay, uh, and do you want to remind us what that does? Uh, it's a spell I haven't, I've never needed to use before. Um... Let me guess, it's really useful and you should have fucking used it. No, I took it my last level up, so... Um, Arcane Eye um, creates an invisible medical eye that's within, uh, that can see... Uh, f f can see uh, within 30 feet of me. Look in every direction, and I can move it where I want to. It can move as far as I want to. No um, limit on how far it can move away from me. They can only 30 feet from where it is. I can move it infinite distance. But only 30 feet per battle turn. Okay. So it's shit clairvoyance. Hmm. Where well, it opens what? her third eye, as it were. <laughs> Everyone else is mildly disturbed. Ah, demon. It's invisible. Bastard goes, so... where? <laughs> Burn the witch! <laughs> so Moira sends the eye up and just looks around. What, can she see anything? I love the mental image that there's just an eye floating in the air now. Yeah. It, it, it should be invisible, but I like the idea of it being actively visible. I want so, it to be visible. Yeah, Turk it, sees it and immediately a, looks like he wants to vomit. It's a, it, and, it, and, it, and it blinks, but there's no eye left on it. So Because it's Snow's eye. <laughs> you know, that woman you blinded. <laughs> Do you know what? Yes. Do you know what those eyes would look like? Yeah, why not, actually? <laughs> Just gonna note me that one down quickly. Carrie, <laughs> no. Carrie, Actions yes. have consequences, Matt. <laughs> I think it would be ironic. Good inspiration. <laughs> ironic. Get in the bin. <laughs> okay, so Moira puts us her stolen eye up into the air. <laughs> Fucking hell, words I never thought I'd say. <laughs> and it scans. And what can you see? You can see a rocky path and some fir trees. Okay. That's it. Okay. Cool. Again. It looks not too. It looks okay. Um. It lasts for an hour as well, so I can have it just let it follow us above. So I would do that. So Thanks, it, I hate it. Well, it's above, so don't, don't look up. It's fine. Yeah, it's like all farm. I don't know. I feel like if there's a giant eye hovering above you, you're going to be inclined to look up at it. 
Also, I have to look up look up slightly at any of you to have a conversation, so it's just constantly in my vision. <laughs> the giant eye winks at Shard. Ah! <laughs> Don't make it cry. It's fine. Right. Let's let's just get along this. Do you want a hand with Turk? Turk can walk. I know, but Turk sticks close to Shard. Come along, children. Let's go, guys. So Shard's How leading. Is it in here? Um, it's daylight, but it's overcast. Okay, so I wouldn't I really have, count it as bright light. Yeah. I still have the longest vision then. Okay. If it was like <laughs> levels of light, then I'd be like, someone else. Shard needs an umbrella and some glasses. Shard pulls out the glasses just for me. Shard <laughs> is Bruce Wayne. Oh, wait, I don't That's know if you've all seen the Batman yet. Not yet. No. There's a scene very early in the movie. It doesn't ruin anything, but... He puts on Bush. sunglasses, he comes out <laughs> in the sun. Where Batman is a drow elf. Basically. It explains such a lot. Yeah. I kind of want to draw Shard dressed as Batman now. <laughs> yes. Bat drow. Bat drow. <laughs> okay. So you walk. It's not exactly difficult terrain, but it's more annoying than anything. The path, it slowly, slowly angles upwards. But the ground beneath your feet is loose, and occasionally you get to step awkwardly on a pebble and go, ouch, my ankle. Thank God Moira's not wearing her heels. She might have Again. no ankles. As the eye hovers creepily above you all. I don't have the one ring. <laughs> Oh, it's also affected the detainer and order following us as well. So I can, it, it can see in all directions. No, 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 Regret. No, 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 no. After you've been walking for a while, Oberyn, can you make me a strength save, please? That is a 14. Okay. I assume you are still carrying Kendra at this point. Yeah. Okay. The time on her platform, I guess, as it were, is up, and you almost drop her as she turns into a fire ganasi again. But you manage not to. It's a bit of an awkward catch, but you don't let her go splat onto the rocky path below. Oh. Uh, is she conscious at this point? Conscious is probably a generous term. It's the sort of conscious where if you've just been startled awake and your brain is like, not today. <laughs> Nothing going to engage just yet. Shh, shh, it's okay, Kendra, you're fine. It's okay, we found you. We're going to get you help. There's four tentacles looping over. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, she's, she's just... a ganassi who turns into a cat. I don't think the tentacles are going to freak her out that much. I live in the cave system and they freak me out. Yeah, but you hadn't even seen a mannequin. You got scared by a mannequin. So what's that really saying? <laughs> They're creepy. Those tentacle things are the shit you'd see in the caves. Right, while they get, while they're carrying on with this, I'm going to cast my um, Phantom Steed ritual 
to um, summon my quasi-like horse creature so um, so Kindred can ride something rather than being carried. Okay. Is that instantaneous or...? Fish, you take 11 minutes to do. Okay, Moira sits down for 11 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, but it lasts for an hour, so uh, it it can travel 10 miles an hour or 13 miles an hour at a fast pace. Hmm. Speed of 100 feet, apparently. It's a fast horsey. It is a fast horsey. I can make it look exactly how I want it to look, no matter what. It's full, it's, um, yeah, it's basically a horse-like creature, but I saw what it looks like. So I'm going to say it looks like um, a unicorn without a horn. So a horse. A sparkly horse. Sparkly horse. It, it would be Nunvark's horse, yes. Stairs and Virion. Nunvark. Yeah, that's a wild reference. I can't believe you called Virion Nunvark. I'm calling it, I'm calling it a horse Nunvark, because Virion doesn't need that name anymore. Quietest of size. <laughs> it's a tribute. So, Phantom like... Steed. Phantom Steed, yes. And so it lasts for an hour, going at 13 miles an hour. Let's say how, how much can it hold? I'm just looking at now. It uses the stats for riding horse. So you can't all squish onto it. Hmm. I just meant Turgon Kinder. Yeah, so Turing and Kindred could probably ride it, yeah. yeah. So that'd be enough, I think. And that, so it makes it easier for us, because if need be, I'd have a horse to bolt for it. And so the eye with the horse, so we can see what's happening. I mean, fair. Okay. Res- resisting the urge to mount the eye to the horse. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, how horrifying. <laughs> It's already. <laughs> okay. Um, small hole in the plan. How is Tarek going to get on to slash hold on to the horse? Does this horse have reins? Uh, the horse has a saddle, a bit, and a bridle. So yes. Yes. I, I'm just gonna kind of loop it around him like a belt. Would you use our fifty foot heaven rope as well to help? That too. I kind of, we kind of tie Kinder and Ned to the saddle. Yeah. Ned is no longer here. Kinder and Turg. Oh yeah. Kinder and Turg. Rip Ned. And I okay. know an arrow <laughs> shaft to represent Ned. Sparkly horse now added to the party. Man, we are just... This party grows exponentially every second. The whole thing is sticking around. It's only for an hour, so don't get used to it. All we need now is Chester Cheeto and his army. Maybe give us some warning before the spell phase, otherwise they're just going to hurl themselves... They... It actually specifically said that with the spell. When the spell ends, it's gradual. Give the rider a minute to dismount. So we have a minute to untie and lift them off. However, the spell ends if it takes any damage. Do not hit it by accident with your collateral causation. Noted. Okay. Wow, this really is a quiet path. The most exciting thing you see is a fox. 
that just runs across. Mmm, lunch. The fox runs faster. <laughs> <laughs> That's a point, actually. When did you all last eat? In the room of this. Yeah. Okay. So nobody's actively dying of starvation. <laughs> That's good to know. More, more can hand out snacks at the along. Oh, Moira can basically summon snacks at will. Moira is the shaggy of this campaign. <laughs> Flashback to heartbroken Moira. Oh no, my snacks! <laughs> at some point in an episode. I mean, I still think one of the saddest things is when Moira's like, I made everyone this wonderful breakfast, and all of us went, I'm not eating. <laughs> We had valid reasons, but it was still sad. Everyone was angry for different reasons. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Does anything happen? Jesus fucking Christ, Dice. This is the most boring nature walk you've ever been on in your life. I've been on a lot of nature walks. (laughs) The Dice have decided nothing will bother you on this lovely nature walk. But... As I said earlier, the path is gradually sloping upwards. And after what feels like a very, very long time on this very boring nature walk, the path starts to slope up a bit more sharply and it starts to climb up the side of a cliff. So you will have to move to single file. The who- <laughs> so still shot at the front and Charlie at the back. Okay. Yeah, with the horse in the middle. Yeah. The horse sparkles as I'll the sun go... comes out the clouds for a moment. I will go in front of a horse and I will send the eye out in front of Shard. I'll go behind the horse. I'm but not too close. Just reference the, the eye has dark vision, by the way. Okay. It's good to know. Baby. I don't, but that does. I give up on this nature book. The place wants it to be boring. Yay! What a lovely day! Chad says as the sun comes out from behind a cloud. Ah! <laughs> what a horrible day! <laughs> I put on my glasses and soak. That's probably the only remotely exciting thing that happens as you're edging around this cliff path. You will watch Shard have a migraine. Shard, angry screeches. <laughs> then just to be an asshole, the sun stays out for about 20 minutes. The sun deliberately like goes around the eye, so it, it's always in my vision. <laughs> Shard is in a spotlight as they go around. <laughs> like an ant. <laughs> Maybe some some demented seven-year-old. Okay. After the world's most boring nature walk, although maybe it's kind of nice to have a boring nature walk in amongst all the shit, you eventually reach level ground again as the path widens out. And in front of you is a cliff face with two doors. You can go left or you can go right. Kind of look at the others, I'm like... "Mm." 
Eeny, meeny, money, mo. I ignore Charlie and go left. Huh? <laughs> because eeny, meeny, miny, no, mo, even in the case of randomness, is dumb. Okay. This door has a button on it. I press the button. Oh, it has the witch bolt ready on her hand. The door lights up. And a countdown starts from an oddly specific number of 23. I open the door. Is there a the handle? door does not budge. I knock again, in case it's a polite door again. This door is not polite. It just carries yep. on counting down. In seconds? Or yes. Minutes? Okay. Um, I would advise everyone get back from the door just in case. Counts down. What do the rest of you do? Is the other door still there? It's gone. And where does the timer is? Did the timer just on the door? Yes. When Shard pressed the button, the door lit up, and then a timer lit up on the door. Just kind of. Are we still single file, or could we spread out at this moment? You can spread out now. I think Oberyn would probably just ready himself, stepping in front of the horse to make sure mm-hmm. the kindred turd would be protected, but then just how kind much, of ready himself. How much space do we have behind us here? About 40 foot. Hmm, I'd say maybe back, give about 20 foot behind just in case we have the ledge behind. Stare the door down to establish dominance. I will put which bolt both hands and just and just like take a pose ready ready in front of a horse. So like grounding myself. What about you, Charlie? Um I'll just keep back with the others. The door ticks down. Five, four, three, two, one. And then you hear Click, and the door opens. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> That's what I kind of figured might happen, but but I never know because Kerry is, is the most. I've taught her too well. DM because she is both kind and then kind. <laughs> Have some kindness. It's poisoned. Yeah. Lucky, can I help? The, fact the, zo- the door is opened. It stays open. Quickly, let's go in, guys. Go in the door. Does the horse fit through the door? Yeah. Okay. The door enlarges to fit to fit clip clop peanut butter the second. <laughs> clip clop peanut butter the second. Clip clop sprue. <laughs> Yay! I like that. Yay! Okay. As you all go through the door. You wonder what the point of the door was because you're still on the same sort of flat bit. Why are you like this? I say to the sky. You hear a <laughs> but it's not coming from the sky, it's coming from your arm. Oh, fuck off! I yell at my arm. Be useful or shut up. Chad yells what at their arm. Shot? Telling a bastard to shut up will be helpful. Be fair. 
Okay. Um, can you make me a perception check, please? That's a well, crit 20 plus 13, so Jesus. 33. <laughs> what did Moira get? Oh, uh, dirty 21. Okay. I thought the silence meant a one or something. No, I, 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 thought, I thought you had I mean... before, before chat, so I apologize. Yeah. Okay. So, every... well, sorry, what did Charlie get? One. Oh, okay. Charlie's too busy stroking the horse's face. It's been a long time since Charlie's seen a nice horse. Who's a good clip clop? Yes, Charlie strokes pe- clip clop peanut butter the second. <laughs> <laughs> on the horse snoot. I'm writing that down. That is, that is now it's name of us, on it. It rips off the little name pouch that said Nunvark. Throw that away. Charlie's chilling with clip clop peanut butter for a second. <laughs> but the rest of you look around. And probably the first thing to catch your eye is a large creature slumped over in front of you. It's curled in upon itself, and it appears to be lying in a pool of its own blood and internal organs. It's covered in what you can tell are magical burns and stab wounds. And somebody appears to have broken its neck. Well, looks like we are on the right path. Talking of paths, there is one from behind. The poor slain beast that just goes onwards and upwards. This one doesn't angle up quite as sharply. It's just another slightly rocky path that goes through trees and around behind a big boulder. Onwards and forwards. Indeed. I'm going to follow your lead, guys. I feel like they just want us to get some exercise. Is that what the point of all this is? I mean, we've had strength training, cardio... Swimming. <laughs> What's next? The yoga segment. Shard says, as you all round the coat corner, and everybody's in leggings and with yoga mats. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Demons. Demons. Then Shard blinks, and the people are gone. I look at my arm like, stop plaguing my life with incidental visions. That wasn't actually me this time. Who the fuck was that? I don't know. Maybe you've had too much sunlight recently. Oh, whose fault was that that I was trapped in a white room for a month? You say that like it's my fault. You punched the hole in the barrier! Because I thought you wanted to rescue people. I'm sorry for trying to help. You didn't do anything else helpful. You literally went, you're in, lol, bye. And then I didn't hear from you for a month. Well, it's also the fact if I did everything for you, I thought your response would be, Fuck off, I can do things for myself! From in moments of imminent danger, then no! I'll crumble a bit, but considering your stealth taking over my entire body right now, you know, I- I'm allowed to be angry at you. This is out loud. <laughs> well, I can see that's apparently too if the party have lost their minds. Are we the only sane ones left, Charlie? Should we follow a path around? Can I get you all to make me another perception check, please? Uh, 19. 15. Are we still in the cave? Yes. Technically, no. So technically, I roll bad at that. 
Technically, you do. Well, thank God for that, because one of them was a crit one, but the other one is a 27. Okay. Shard, you're the first one to see the end, as it were. It doesn't say the end, but it's a door different to ones you've seen before. This one has guards posted outside of it. Well. Hello. (laughs) They can't quite see you from here. But about 100, maybe 200 feet ahead of you is another party. They're clearly the ones that have just slain whatever was back there behind the boulder. As they're still covered in blood. Wait, how? So they're the party, they're closer than us, aren't they? Yes. I'm gonna try something ballsy, because I don't know how this works in terms of like whether it's the whole party to get there first or whether it's a member of that party. Can I grab Oberyn and Dimension Door next to the guards? Okay. Because they don't like Dimension Dooring, you will be taking 10 points of psychic damage. That's fine. But it's up to 500 foot to a place I can see, specify, or describe. So I can let you go there! Yep. Okay, so you'll both be taking the damage if you take Oberyn with you. Are you okay with this over? I'll take the damage. Kind of gestures the others like, we need to get there first. We'll try and talk our way in and then do Would you? I open a door in the sky. <laughs> the end is in sight. The party is almost there. But will Shard's crazy plan to try and cut the queue work? Well, we'll just have to find out next time. This podcast was brought to you by me, Kerry, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Matatak Productions. 